Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. We've arrived at Good Shepherd Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Easter, where we celebrate that Jesus laid, lays down his life and that he knows us by name. He is the Good Shepherd. I watched a video with my kids about shepherds once when we were homeschooling, and it was beautiful to see that the shepherd has guests and the guests make the sounds to bring the sheep from the field, and the sheep do not hear they're doing their own thing. But as soon as the shepherd starts making the very same sounds, the sheep turn around and start running towards him. The sheep know the voice of the shepherd and the shepherd knows the names of the sheep. Do you know how to hear Jesus when he's calling? Because at a basic level, he is calling us as a shepherd would call his sheep. These is the beauty of our Lord that he comes to us in a way that we can understand, that he comes to us in the midst of what we are doing. And on this day, we have celebrated, my husband and I, a weekend in the country because we needed a break, but also because we needed to celebrate that our anniversary is coming up and that our anniversary is falling right between other things, graduations, confirmations. And so we snuck away with... Uh, joy to celebrate with dancing and singing and um, choreographing a weekend that celebrated our love. And sometimes that is necessary because there's a time to weep and there's a time to celebrate. And as part of this Easter celebration, we've had an added extra celebration. Perhaps you have some, some of these celebrations coming up in your life. We see in Acts of the Apostles, we're going back to chapter 4 in the weekly readings we've been going up to chapter 9 but in this one Peter is addressing again with the Holy Spirit filled with the Holy Spirit the community that is imprisoning them for curing a crippled man they want to squash this way it's being called the way and it's being squashed because there is no sense for how to control these people that continue speaking about Jesus crucified even though they are they're being killed we've seen Stephen being killed and they're being thrown in jail and they're being they're being taken out of their homes in ways that are cruel to squash the movement but Peter is telling them examine what's happened you rejected the stone that the builders um, needed which was the cornerstone, but without him there is no salvation. And that, that those are words from Psalm 118, which is the resurrection psalm. We've talked about this psalm before. And in verse 22, it talks about the stone rejected by the builders. Jesus comes to fulfill the prophecies, the law, and all the promises that God makes to bring a Savior of the world to bring a savior for you and for me. But do we need that, a savior? Sometimes we think that we can have things, take them in our own hands and, and create our own salvation or create our own order in life. And it is not possible. 
it comes from heavenly places from Jesus who walked amongst us and he's not just one of many he's not just one of a ton of prophets that you know come from different places he is the son of God and we either believe that he's the son of God and we act accordingly or we are outside of the way and there's no middle no middle ground we come in the psalm giving thanks to God for he is good and his mercy endures forever and that is giving us the belief that we need when we come to conversations with others. In the second reading, today we have a second reading from 1 John 3, we find the Apostle saying, See what love the Father has bestowed on us, that we may be called children of God. So the reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What has not yet been revealed, we do know that when it is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. These are just a few verses, but these are the verses of our hope, that our Lord Jesus Christ will return, that the world didn't know him the first time, but the world will know him the second time, and that those of us that have believed without seeing will be known and will know him and he will know us. He is the Good Shepherd. He knows our voice. He knows our name. And we recognize Him amongst the noise of the world. And we follow Him. And we stick together as a flock because there's strength in numbers. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, You sent us a Good Shepherd that knows us by name. We give You thanks, Father, that we do not walk alone. That we also walk with brothers and sisters, with friends in the faith that know You and that fight, the good fight, we lock arms as an army. We lock arms as children of God. We do not deserve that, Father, and we thank you that you have adopted us, that you have made us your children. Help us to live with faith, hope, and love, and be that for the world, that we may be light, that we may tell others in the flock to listen to the voice of our Savior and our Shepherd, who is walking and leading so that the world can be a better place, so that the church can be at peace. We pray, Father, for the most ardent prayer in our heart. We place it in the altar of heaven, and we know that when two or more are gathered in your name, you're there, Father. So listen to our prayer. We give you thanks because we know that you always hear us. And we ask these things not because of our merits, but because of our Lord Jesus Christ in his holy name. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.